Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 104 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Happy quarantine. This is Chris. Happy quarantine indeed. Chris, it's been a while. It's been a long time. The world has changed a lot since the last time we made a podcast episode. You could say that. How are you? I'm doing pretty good myself. How are you? I'm fine. I wish things weren't this way, but... These are certainly interesting times. They really are. We hope that everyone who's listening is safe at home. We hope that whether you've been affected through your job or through school or any other uh, type of industry that's been affected, we hope that you're all safe and trying to keep busy and sane and in the best way possible. And if you're not listening to this in 2020, you might not even remember what we're talking about. Not at all. No. You'd be like, what? Corona. <laughs> There was a beer going around. There was some bad. There was some bad beer. We don't disclaimer. There's no. We don't want to say anything bad about the Corona Beer Company. No, no. I'm fine with them. I'm fine. With, I'm fine with them. <laughs> I don't. Just want, I don't want to get sued. <laughs> no. Uh, so Chris, um, this is an interesting time for you. It certainly is. Because uh, in what five four, five, five days, days in five days you will have uh the arrival of your your son yep my second child my son's being born on wednesday all things if all things go well yeah so uh yeah that's pretty exciting it's it's not the best you know world situation but yeah it's uh we'll make it work yeah it's it's gonna be uh i'm sure a little difficult for you guys but you'll get through it and fortunately luckily, you have the family to help you guys out luckily for us um the hospitals around here seem to be doing okay. Yeah. So I'm right. not too worried about that. No. Fortunately, where we live down in South Jersey, there really hasn't been, even though New Jersey's been hit pretty hard, up, uh, up mainly up in North Jersey, but South Jersey has been pretty good. Pretty, yeah. We'll see how tourist season pretty goes. I've, I've heard a lot of people are coming down I to the beach. I saw a lot of people today driving around, So, and I was one of them, but I wasn't trying to go to the beach. Hopefully everything will be all right. Yeah. Finger, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um. So, Chris, before we get into some poll results and some fictional backgrounds, I was thinking we're having uh, an episode right before the birth of one of your children. And we did that two years ago before your daughter Lucy was born. Mm -hmm. So I took it upon myself to re-listen to that episode, which uh, I don't remember off the top of my head what number it is, uh, but it was... uh, Do you remember what that episode was? Uh, Was it... um... Jack-Jack versus the adult baby from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Close. It was Jack-Jack. I, I know. I couldn't oh, remember okay. the other one, so I just made a joke. <laughs> Lisa Simpson. Oh, okay. Yes, Lisa Simpson. She's not a baby. Well, I mean... Mag- I, she wasn't Maggie? Oh, sorry, Maggie. Okay. That's, what I, that's what I meant to say. Cool. Yeah, right. Maggie Simpson, correct. We just edit that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, just because she's been for like 30 years, yes, I guess she's not a baby. <laughs> but So I went back and I listened to it because it was kind of interesting to listen uh, to things that you were saying before the birth of your first child. And now that you've been a father for two years and you kind of have this thing down, 
there, you said some interesting things, and I kind of wanted to uh, to bring them back to kind of talk about them a little bit. So one okay. thing, so one thing you mentioned, we were talking about diapers, uh-huh. and uh, I asked you because I didn't know either. I asked you how many diapers a baby goes through in one day. So. If you had to say how many diapers a baby goes through in one day, now that you are a father for two years and you have this thing down, what would you say? And I'll tell you what you said two years ago. Uh, are we talking like newborn baby? Yes. I would say six. Okay. So <laughs> two years ago, when I asked you that question, you said that a newborn baby went through 50 diapers in one day. I don't think I said that. That is what you said. In one day? That's what, that is what you said. That sounds like I was joking. And No, and then you got confused, and then you said maybe it was 50 a week, which you thought was average 10 a day, which I thought that sounds a little more a little more reasonable. Yeah, I could definitely see it being higher than six. Yeah. I just wasn't sure. Yeah. But you did... I mean, if you want to listen to it, you can go back and so listen to it. So what's the answer? I, I mean... We, I don't know. You're the dad. Oh, I thought you had like the world average. No, I don't have the world. A- I don't have the world's average. But I just thought that was interesting that you thought. Uh, so your number is significantly lower than what it was originally, going from fifty to only uh, only six a day. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so according to uh, babylist.com, uh, newborns average six to nine diaper changes per day. There you go. So I did do better yeah. than last time. You did much better than last time. Anything else? No. Sorry, I was getting a phone call. Um, yes. So I asked you, do you have any goals that you would like to accomplish with your daughter or maybe things you'd want to teach her early on in her youth? And you said that if you could teach her to play video games <laughs> and get her to live stream on Twitch... You would be uh, you would be very satisfied with that outcome. I didn't. I don't. I don't think I said this. You did say that. I mean, it was it was definitely like a joking tone, <laughs> but, but you did say that. So, oh boy, yeah, so many things. I actually watched yeah. Twitch a bunch, but for the most part, I think it's uh, because then you were ta- then you were ta- then you were talking about like some baby who played like Pokemon or something. <laughs> a baby that played Pokemon. Yeah, or like there was some baby that played like a Nintendo game and like got through the whole game just by like hitting buttons or something. That's what that's what you were talking about. So, oh, so have you have you accomplished that? No, no. She's, she's only two. Okay, I mean, I don't know. But you had high hopes two years ago. Um, she likes to um, bring my Nintendo Switch to me or to my wife because actually she sees Nicole play much more because Nicole's been playing Animal Crossing. Right. So, like, since she's been paying attention, Nicole's been playing Animal Crossing. So she actually thinks the Switch belongs to her. Ah, uh, okay. And l- sometimes she does this thing where if like I have something that's mommy's, she gets mad at me. Uh, like she doesn't like when i have mommy's phone right so i'm worried she'll do it with the so, so she's so she's getting there she's so she's she's, she's, she's getting interested a little involved. but doesn't quite have the uh you know the skill level to start yet but you get you're getting i think you'll, it'll be you'll, get, you'll get there you'll get there so i also said uh if you had to give any advice to your newborn daughter if she were listening to this in the future mm-hmm um, do you have any idea what you said, or would you have any idea of guessing uh, what you would have said? I, I, I probably said, "Stay gold, pony boy." <laughs> Close. No, you said, "I'm sorry if you had to listen to 74 episodes of this podcast to get advice from your father." Um, that was pretty good. Yeah, you you admire her per- persistence <laughs> to listen through 74 episodes of the podcast, <laughs> but she may not understand all of our references that we had because we were saying how. 
a lot of things we talked about, she may not. Uh, it might it might not be uh, prominent in pop culture, it's like this, like the Star Wars, the Marvel, the DC, that kind of stuff would be. But L Cool J from Deep Blue Sea, and <laughs> you know those, those oh, different my, types of things. My kids are all gonna watch Deep Blue Sea. You did you did uh, equivalent it to uh, Peter Seagal and Under Siege. You said it was like a diamond in the rough. Um, so you hope <laughs> I, I do remember just like going off on a tangent about finding like. So, oh boy, I don't know if that people consider that a diamond in the rough, but, but you, I do. You do. You do. So you said hopefully um, she'll be able to f- stumble upon some of those things that are like diamonds in the rough. I hope so too. Um, you also said uh, I asked, "What do you think she'll get into? Like, what do you think would be popular?" And you said, "I hope that she does not get into imitating YouTube people." You, that was a fear that you mm. had that she was going to be imitating YouTube people. Yeah. So we do occasionally play some YouTube videos for her now. Yeah. And so she likes to like change what she's watching and just scroll through the related things and change it and sometimes she finds some pretty garbage kids youtube channels oh you gotta be careful i've like started blocking them Mm. she doesn't know why she can't find them anymore (laughs) you better be careful because she's already on the cold side when it comes to technology so if she knows you're doing that also she's not going to be happy about that so that was a couple things. I just thought uh, it was interesting to compare two years ago to to, uh, to now. Also, two years ago at that same time, we were purchasing our house that we are still currently sitting in. And I was very naive saying that I think the cat smell was only due to the litter boxes. <laughs> I have learned a lot. There was a lot more involved. Than yeah, just didn't the litter you like boxes. rip up like half of your uh, like flooring to yeah, get that like, out? Like the whole like downstairs was basically ripped up. Tile, drywall, carpet. It was disgusting, but that's a conversation for another day. Uh, all right, so we got some poll results. So, Chris, a while ago, we had an episode where it was uh, Dr. Eggman Robotnik going like up against Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Ago. It was basic. I mean, March was a whole decade, that's essentially. Yeah. So, I mean, this was a while ago. Uh, and uh, that was in honor of that Sonic movie that came out right before the world shut down. How'd that movie do? And uh, critically, I think it's like the highest rated uh Video game movie? Video game movie. Of all I think time. I heard something like yeah. that. To be fair, it's kind of a low bar. Detective Pikachu. Oh, I, yeah. I really it enjoyed that. that. It beat Detective Pikachu. Oh, I think cool. it might also I, be the highest grossing, maybe. Hmm. I really like Detective Pikachu. I did. I did, too. So how do you fall on the, the theory that their weird Sonic animation was part of a marketing ploy to say, oh, no, we'll go back and I fix I it? I don't believe it. I don't uh, believe it at all. I think it's crazy. No way. Yeah, okay. No way at all. No. Uh, so for that episode, it was uh, 73% to Dr. Robotnik, which was you, and 26% to Dr. Doofenshmirtz, which was me. So you ended up winning that poll. Something interesting, though, about this episode, this episode is only three months old. We've been doing this podcast for four years almost. This episode is the second highest downloaded episode of all time for our podcast and it's been out for three months wow we're yeah. we're really popular when it comes to i don't know if it's just kind of people are home bored they need something to do they look this up as the latest episode and they're listening to it so if you're back we appreciate it but i thought that was very interesting that is interesting that i've our... actually been listening to podcasts way less because i normally listen to them when i'm driving to work i also now yeah. that i'm doing more yard work because it's nicer out i have been able to catch up on some yeah. but the first the first month and a half i was I was way, way behind. I completely agree. Um, Chris, uh, we got a fictional review or a fictional background we got to do for a real review. Let's do it. All right. Sounds good. Do you want to read the review? I will. So this review comes in from uh, submitter Epic Otter, which is 
pretty epic name. And the title of this review is This Podcast is Superb. Five stars. I've been listening to this podcast for about a month now, and I have found it incredibly enjoyable and fun. It's always neat to see what creative matchups you guys come up with. My favorite episodes so far would probably be the Sly Cooper versus Swiper the Fox. I have two recommendations, Elastigirl versus Mr. Fantastic and Moana versus Percy Jackson. Keep up the good work, dudes. Thanks for the review. That was a great review. I really, really appreciate it. I think well. both th- both of those are on the list. I think those are very. Uh, did we have creative. another Percy Jackson battle as, uh, on the list? We did. We've had another Percy Jackson. I think it was Percy Jackson. I don't know if it, was, it wasn't versus Harry Potter, but it was something kind of similar. Yeah, like something that. like that. I can't yeah. remember. Um, but um, I, I think the Elastic Girl versus Mister Fantastic is something we'll definitely have to do in the future. Also, just for purposes of analysis, is there an emoji at the end of that as well? Uh, there is. It is a um, kind of like a like a like a simple smiley face but teeth showing emoji. It's smiling with teeth. Okay. Yeah, smiling with teeth. Okay. All right. So we got some some stuff to go on. So first of all, username Epic Otter. Epic Otter. I don't know if that was randomly assigned by you know if you leave an anonymous review it just picks you something. Uh, but I like to think that every review name is very well thought out and chosen. So I, I put a lot of thought into the names. So I happen to love otters. You, no, that is like your top tier when it comes to animals. It's one of my favorite animals, I yeah. would say. Whenever so, we go to the zoo, which is actually, I feel like it's actually been a lot in our lifetime. We've gone to the zoo a bunch. But not during quarantine. Not during quarantine. Yeah, so our local zoo only has one type of otter. I think it's the North American River otter. Mm-hmm. I was just telling you about this before. So <laughs> I've actually only seen in person two different types of otters. Like our zoo has the North American River otter. Basically found it all throughout the United States. Uh, specific, mostly the northern half, I believe. I don't think they get to like the super hotter areas, but uh, I could be wrong. And then um, the Smithsonian National Zoo in Washington, D.C., in addition to the North American River otter, they have what I think is the Asian short claw otter. Okay. And uh, I think I think they're a little smaller, but they're also, like, uh, more social and, like, in a bigger group. I think they had a bunch of them in, in their area, and they were all playing around. So I don't know if this person also likes otters or just... Thinks that they're epic? Thinks, yeah. Or he is an epic otter. Yeah, so the other possibility is that I left this review, and that would be <laughs> my name. I, so that's what I was also going to say. I was going to say that could have been your name. Yeah, I don't remember leaving the review. I don't think I did. My suggestions aren't normally that good either. No. No. <laughs> no. I normally just Usually like you just throw a dart at the wall. Yeah. You're like, all right. Um, the other thing is uh, the person said dudes at the end. So. They did say dudes, which is more of like a Western... I, I thought like, yeah, West Coast like laid back thing. But right. Not that we don't say dudes ourselves around here. Yeah, I, I guess maybe I should say more Western world. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Because you yeah. said there was another one, the Asian oh, River Otter? Asian Short Claw. Asian Hunter. Short Claw, I apologize. Yeah, so he's probably, when he says Epic Otter, he's probably thinking about the North American River Otter. Okay. So Humanoid they're, Otter. They're a great otter. Right. Leaving great reviews. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Epic Otter, we appreciate your listenership, and thank you so much for your review. And let us know what kind of otter you are. Let us know what kind of otter you are. Yes. If we're wrong, we want to know. Yeah, if we're right, don't worry about responding. We'll just assume we're right. We'll just assume that we're right. Um, all right. So one last thing, Chris, before we get started, is a quick announcement. Uh, during quarantine, uh, you helped me build a computer, and that's one reason why we've been lagging between episodes because my laptop that we would normally record on or we would skype on uh, and we were we were quarantining from each other so we really this is the first time chris and i've really been in the same room since since march um my laptop just completely 
crap the bed. So you helped me build a new laptop or a new computer, and I appreciate that. That's what we're using to record right now. And uh, I've been spending my time building a website for the Who Would Win cast. So if you're interested you, to, to learn more about the podcast, you can go to uh, www.whowouldwincast.com. And you can see every single episode we've done. You can see some of the reviews that people have left us. You can also learn a little bit more about uh, Chris and myself. There's little bios right there. And there's also uh, links for different ways to follow us and different ways to listen in case you don't have access to iTunes or anything like that. You know what would be cool to put there? What's that? That I'm just going to throw at you live that I've never mentioned before that might be really hard. Right. To put like past poll results. So it's interesting that you said that. I, I have So I have a Google Doc that I keep track of every poll result, and that's one thing I haven't done, but that's something that I did want to add on to it. All right. So there will be a link on there where you can go to the Google Doc and you can see the results for every previous episode uh, in case you're listening later on and you're interested to see uh, who ended up winning uh, those battles from your votes. So please check that out, www.whowouldwincast.com, and um, we appreciate you uh, listening. Chris, you ready to get started? I'm ready. So, as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you'd just like to say hello, you can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also leave us a review on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? We don't know. We don't know. Because it's random. It's random. It's a potluck episode. <laughs> one of our, I really enjoy the potluck episodes. They're like one of my favorites, but it's also like the least probably... Mm, the least interesting to make you want to listen to the episode. Correct. Because you really don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. We don't know what we're going to get either, which makes it which makes it enjoyable and makes it fun. And, uh, I mean, usually we'll go into some research whenever we're doing an episode, but when it comes to these, no idea whatsoever. So, like our traditional potluck episodes, I think this might be the fourth or fifth potluck episode we've done. Uh, we have this fancy schmancy game here that you can probably buy on Amazon. It's called Super Fight. And, Chris, you actually bought this for me. Uh, a couple years ago oh, you're welcome. when we first got into it so thank you very much <laughs> and uh it's a card game and it comes with a whole bunch of uh people it could be animals it could be fictional historical, historical non-fictional all different types and then you can it also comes with uh, other cards that are basically adjectives uh that can either uh assist you or harm that person it could be are all the cards blank I think it's just the ones at this end. Okay, I was going to say, you picked up like six cards in there. Seven cards. Eight wait, cards. Many, what? Is this like a magic trick? Are you like are all the cards blank oh, wait, now? Wait, no, this one's not. Okay, good. I was going to say. I think I maybe was just... What are, what are you talking about? All these have names Steve, on it. Stop, stop. <laughs> Edit this out. <laughs> these are blank, though. These are blank. No, this one's not. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> you picked up like 18 cards. This might go poorly. Two of them are blank okay i wasn't looking in the right spot on the card that's all right it's all right now we also have um we, we made up a a list on the ipad here that we can also uh, do scenarios if you wanted to do that also it's up to you if uh if we want to do that too we'll try all right all right so when we go when we go first um we'll, we'll pick a random card i'll let you okay. pick yours i'll pick mine is do I pick a black one or oh, a white wait, one? Oh, wait, is this... Oh, the, so the black cards are the uh, adjectives. Yeah, so I'll I thought, pick, I pick a white card. Were, yeah, pick a white card. All right, I got an amazing one. So let me just tell you. So I You're going to be so jealous. So I picked an, picked an adjective at first. My adjective was shoots acid. And I started thinking, like, is that like an <laughs> obscure comic book character I've never heard of before? <laughs> All right. All right, who you got? Darth Vader. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> All right, I got Sasquatch. 
Oh, this could be interesting. This could be very interesting. So we got Darth Vader versus Sasquatch. Okay. Okay. Can we do what came up on the iPad? Absolutely. <laughs> Should we also use the um Yeah, yeah, let's, let's pick an adjective. Okay, two or one? Just uh, one? Let's start with one and see All how right, it we'll, goes. All right, we'll see how we go. Oh, no. <laughs> God. I have tiny T-Rex arms. Oh, all right. So we No, that's have... fine. That's actually fine. All I right. can just use the force. All right. So uh, we have Darth Vader. Yeah, with and, tiny T-Rex arms. With tiny T-Rex arms. And I have Sasquatch that is radioactive <laughs> in a bake-off. Oh, that radioactivity is really going to hurt you in the bake-off. Well, people aren't going to know <laughs> oh, you're right. you're that just, the food's you'll radioactive. You'll kill all the judges just, just like a week later. Yeah, the, the judge, so the judges will eat it. And it'll kind of have like a, like a like a Mountain Dew taste. <laughs> like <it'll> be, <laughs> you think you think radioactivity tastes like Mountain Dew? Yes. Honestly, like, I know exactly what you mean. You know what and I mean? Like as much as I want to make fun of you for that, I completely agree. Like like in cartoons, like like their like their hair's all sticking up, and it's like they're like they feel tingly. I feel that. that so you think that's what Mountain Dew does to you? No, I think that, I think okay. I think radioactivity <laughs> okay. comes from Mountain Dew. <laughs> all right, so. <clears throat> So in a bake-off, all right, so Sasquatch, one thing he's going to have to do, which I think is very professional, he's going to wear a giant hairnet. His entire body is just okay. going to be one giant hairnet. He's going to be wearing it, so that way he's not getting any of the hair inside of it. And um, he, so whenever, now this is going to be, this is going to be a setback for him. Whenever uh, the recipe calls for uh, milk, he's just going to put in Mountain Dew. Okay. <laughs> You're really on this Mountain Dew is radioactive thing. Yeah. Okay, so just instead so of he's milk. So he's going to use the Mountain Dew to cover up the radioactivity. So is it... Wow, this is really getting weird. So <laughs> so that when they think... So they don't realize they're actually eating radioactive Correct. things. Correct. He can just be like, oh, no, that's just the Mountain Dew. <laughs> exactly. Because as you have established, radioactive things taste like Mountain Dew. That's correct. All right, I'll go along with this. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, so 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 um, let's... What, what, what do we think they're baking? Cake? It's a bake-off, so cake... Right. I was gonna let you choose what you want to bake. All right, so I'll pick I'll pick like a like a mountain like a mountain biscuit. A mountain biscuit is that yeah. a biscuit shaped like a mountain? No, it's like a it's like a biscuit that you would make like in the wilderness. Oh, tell us more. <laughs> Just so you know, I've been I've been making bread a lot during this uh, this quarantine. Sure. How many of those recipes could you have made in the quote wilderness? Um, a lot. A lot. All right. Well, just, um, can you just give us a you know, sure. so a mount, quick so a mount, overview of the so recipe? Mount, so a mountain biscuit, what you need is you need a little flour. You can have a little uh, pile okay. of flour. Yep. And then what you're going to do is you're going to kind of make like a volcano mm -hmm. shape in the flour. Yep. Okay. You're going to crack an egg inside that volcano. Okay. And you're going to fold the flour. Do, do people typically, I guess you could say we you plan for this. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, you're going to fold the flour in. Kind yep. of on top of the egg that's mm -hmm. inside this volcano crater. Yep. Then you're going to start to mix it up a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, you can put some like oats that you might find in the wild as well. That you might find in the wild. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and then, it, and like, if you're feeling a little fancy, you can put a little, little sugar in there, a little cinnamon, a little nutmeg or something to kind of give it yeah, a little flavor. Yeah, all the things you normally hike in the wilderness with. Exactly. Sasquatch, he's been out there for a long time, so I'm sure he has a collection of sure. different herbs and spices. And um, I'm sure people are excited to know, when do you add the Mountain Dew? So the Mountain Dew is, that's a great question. Thank you for reminding me of the, the secret ingredient, yep. which a lot of people don't know about. So you, you pour the Mountain Dew. Also, uh, while you're folding in the flour on top of the egg, that's when you pour in the Mountain Dew. Like uh, two teaspoons 
or excuse me, two tablespoons. Okay. Nothing, nothing too it's crazy. Not a ton, still. Yeah, not a ton. But it's a little bit. Uh, That's a, you'll, you know, yeah, you'll, you'll taste. You'll hint, taste it. A little hint of mountain. So, so then what you got to do is you kind of, kind of pound it, pound it down, mm-hmm. and then if you know you're out in the wilderness like Sasquatch is, yeah. you know, you have a fire going, uh-huh. and uh, you can just cook them right over top of the fire, and they'll they'll rise. Oh, yeast. You also need yeast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, forgot, forgot about that part. You need a little yeast in there as well. So that is a mountain cake. Okay. The or mountain, mountain biscuit. The, excuse me. The mountain biscuit. Mountain biscuit. All right. So, uh, like I said, so the radioactivity could be a deficit to him. However, since he is incorporating that Mountain Dew into the recipe, when the judges eat it, they're not going to detect the radioactivity. They're just going to say, huh, oh, yeah, that's the Mountain Dew, right? It's Mountain Dew. And he's going to go, yes. So do you think um, a biscuit that tastes like it was baked in the woods and has Mountain Dew in it would be a good tasting biscuit? No. Okay. No, not you at just all. hope it's better than what Darth Vader can make. I hope it's better than that Darth Vader can make, and I hope that it hides the taste of radioactivity. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm hoping. All right, I mean, fair goals. Yeah. So I actually think Darth Vader is going to have some trouble with this because, I mean, you might be able to enlighten me because you're a nerd. How does he eat? I, I, well, so he does take off his helmet at times when he's in his like he can little, like go in his, his little chamber, pod, right? his little yeah. chamber, right? So I'm assuming that's when he eats. Right. I didn't know if he just like. In, like did like an IV of nutrients, but he, if he actually like puts food in his mouth and chews it, I don't know if that's ever been established in canon. Because I'm worried that he doesn't know what food tastes like anymore. Yeah, like what, what if Darth Vader was gonna eat? What would he even eat? Uh, he'd probably have uh, some some well to drink. He'd probably have blue milk. Yeah. It reminds him of home. You know, a little yeah. Tatooine. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, in terms of eating, uh, he could have some pork legs. Uh, yeah, he probably likes pork legs, but I can't serve them in a bake-off. I'll he get could laughed have, off the stage. That's true. Yeah, you can't have pork legs. He he could eat that fruit that he uh, he f- like levitates. Oh, you know what? That's what he's gonna do. Is that was that a pear or an that, apple? It looked it looked like a pear. It was some type of space pear. Yeah. So he's gonna make a space pear pie. Ooh, he's gonna make a pie. Go. It's gonna remind him of Padme. He's gonna bake it with love. I think he's not gonna bake it with love. I think he's gonna <laughs> bake it with anger. I think it's you think Darth him, Vader's an angry person? I think it's going to make him very angry because it's going to give him those memories of Padme. Because think of it: the moment he became Darth Vader, the first thing he said was, "No, no, not, not yet." I just wanted to do. Oh, that. okay. I don't remember what he, he said. He said, um, "Oh yeah." He said, "Yeah." He, the Palpatine said, "Can you hear me?" And Vader said, "Yes, Master." And then Darth Vader says, "Where is Padme? Is she safe? Is she all right?" And Padme says, "I'm afraid that in your anger you killed her." And then that's when he says. No. Exactly. So, and then that's when he started like destroying all the robots and all the the vials like started yeah, exploding and like that. So that right there, Padme, triggering the anger right in him. You're not gonna want him to be think because during like the Bake Off, he's gonna have the Force start to go crazy, but and he's gonna have knives flying all over the place, and he's gonna kill the judges by accident. I think enough time has passed that he can look back on that. And he, he, he grew, he learned from his past, and he, he can't hold on to that anger with Padme. He has to be like, you know what, I have to remember the happy times, not the bad. And that's what these pairs will make him think of, like the good times. <laughs> the good times he so had on Naboo. if this happened in Star Wars, mm-hmm. this would have redeemed him. Like, he wouldn't have needed Luke to come save him if he had entered a bake-off wow. against Sasquatch. Wow. He would have baked the space pear pie... Uh, and then he would have been like, you know what? What is what is my life? What does my life become? Like, I just want to bake pear pies. I don't need to 
roll a galaxy. So you really think that this pie could have redeemed Anakin Skywalker? Yeah. It's a pretty damn good pie. Yep. It's some pretty good space. And I, I also want to say that I don't think my tiny T-Rex arms will hinder me too much because I'll just be able to use the force. I actually to completely forgot about the tiny T-Rex arms. Yeah. I mean, it'll so. look funny when he's doing it. Yeah, he just kind of... Have little stumps coming out. and Like if he had to force choke someone with his tiny T-Rex arms, that would be pretty funny. So everything he's doing, the, the cutting the pears, yeah. all of it's all of it's done with the force. I think so, because I think the tiny T-Rex arms would just be so hard to work with. Yeah. Yeah, that would... He couldn't He couldn't hold on to... I mean, he could hold on to them, but he wouldn't he be able to... He could do maybe some lightsaber stuff to chop stuff, maybe to brown his pears a little bit. <laughs> he could. But... He could. He's mostly using the force for like the mixing. Now, this would also be uh, a really good bake off for you in a post uh, COVID nineteen world because you're already wearing a mask and respirator, so you're already <laughs> used to like dealing with that kind of stuff. In case you, in case like in the future they make everybody wear that kind of stuff just for precautionary like a Darth purposes, Vader suit. like a Darth Vader suit, exactly. Mm-hmm. So he'd be like, "I'm already used to this." Where Sasquatch is wearing his giant hairnet, and he's like, "This is the best I can do." Mm-hmm. So he's trying to keep people safe. Yeah, so we got we got Darth Vader's uh, space pear pie versus Sasquatch's Mountain Biscuit. Mountain Biscuit featuring Radio- Mountain Dew and radioactivity. And radioactivity. I like it. All right, ready for another one? Yep. All right, let's do it. All right, picking the card. So this is my attribute. My bottom half is blank. Play. Pick another character card. <laughs> oh God. And who's your first card though? Do okay, so it? here's the thing. <laughs> oh no. All right. So my first card was Meatloaf. Okay. I think the singer. Could, I would take it as that. Did he sing? I would do anything for love, but I won't. No, what did he say? I, I couldn't tell you. I don't even want to lie. I have no That's idea. That's why I want to pick another one because I don't know anything about him. Pick another one. All right. Yeah. I, I am going to keep my bottom half because this is pretty funny. All right. Okay. I picked the dude. Okay. Have you All seen right. The Big Lebowski? Yes. Okay. Yes. If you haven't, this is going to be Go, probably. It might be over your head, but, it's but okay. here's the thing my bottom half is the Pope. Whoa, so you're the dude with the Pope. Yeah, but it's just the Pope's legs. Like, is that even useful? They're holy. Yeah, they are pretty holy, I I'm guess. I'm sure they got some special powers. All right, so your disadvantage is that the Pope's <laughs> legs are your legs. He's pretty old, so. He's old, he's yeah. A, yeah. Old legs. Yeah, he's pretty old. You're going to go pretty slow. Now, what's your, oh, let me tell you. So I have a, I have, all right, so you, you can tell me if this is unfair. So I have pick a movie character. Okay, but you have to pick it before you know the... That was my question. Okay. okay. Uh, pick a movie character, and my disadvantage is they're 1,000 years old. <laughs> okay, so pick someone who that won't be too big of a deal for. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to pick um, 1,000 years old. I'm going to pick the the T-1000. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to pick Yoda. No, because he died at 900, so I don't even know if he would have made it that long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He would have been really old. All right, so I'm going the T-1000. All right, how do I get a random one? Uh, you sh- uh, hit flashcards. Oh, my goodness. A triathlon? All right, all right. I like that. I like <laughs> this that. is going to be horrible. I like, I, I like that. I like that. All right, so I have the T-1000, and uh, they are 1,000 years old, going on a triathlon. That literally doesn't matter Against you. That's such a perfect pick. The dude whose bottom half is the Pope. Okay. Okay. So the T-1000, I mean, humanoid cyborg. We don't know how old... The T one, well, I guess the T one thousand in the movie universe is, 
like only like it's only like a it's like a new model so it's pretty new i yeah, would say it's, it's not new. it's not like hundreds of years old do they are they made of some future space metal also that they like i don't know if they ever get into the yeah, like a, like a vibranium or adamantium kind of metal in okay. the in the terminator franchise but uh, i mean so so being a thousand years old could be challenging is it recording it is i was just making sure okay i'll come back and edit this out too <laughs> um so being a t1000 and being a thousand years old could be difficult why do you um, why do you think so because like you think like you need like upgrades uh you know like software updates like, for what i don't know you're a you're a robot you're a computer yeah, he, you're like a walking computer he could like learn stuff though like he didn't really need he updated himself yeah that's true i mean he, he, learned, really, he learned from his surroundings that's really the moral of the terminator that robots update themselves with the heart that was really deep he installed Humanity. He installed humanity. He installed uh, the OS humanity <laughs> yeah. into his heart. Yep. But I mean, going on a triathlon, uh, he runs like super fast, but he also runs like super weird. But he'll get through it. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, swimming. He can like like turn into liquid, so he can kind of just. Uh, oh, the T one thousand. T one thousand. What was the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger's? The T eight hundred. The eight hundred. Okay. T eight hundred. Yeah. So the T one thousand is like the the more advanced one. He did not I mean, learn debatable. to love. Uh, yeah, that's why I was saying that yeah. stuff earlier. I well, no, no, the T one thousand, the T one thousand can like shift through material. No, he definitely had some more advanced features, but yeah. also um, you can be frozen by liquid nitrogen. That is true. That is true. So as long as the water does not have any liquid nitrogen in it, I'm golden. Which I don't think there's going to be because that would kill the participants. Well, how much do you weigh? T one thousand. They're probably pretty heavy, right? Uh, yeah, I would assume so. But then, like it. When you they might just when sink they, like a rock. But when they face the yeah, but he's got like crazy arms. Like his his, his arms, like he turns them into swords, so he can kind oh, of just turn them into like paddles. Like a paddle. Right, exactly. So then he's just he's just going oh, to town. Man. I mean he's just he's just going. So he does that. And then when it comes to the bike, you just go on and you're just you're just paddling away. Yeah, the fact that and he's not gonna like, get tired because he's not a human. A super robot to do this. So right. here's here's my my play. Okay. So I think the dude is gonna just totally try to get out of doing the triathlon okay he's not gonna be interested in like all that physical exertion he's just gonna be like i just want to hang out relax with a white russian and talk to the top half of the pope which must be around here somewhere because he is as you know bottom half pope so do you so so you think just because he's bottom half pope that's gonna encourage him to want to go and well, look for he's the gonna top look half the pope? down and he's gonna be like um He's going to be like, someone stole my bottom half. He's going to embark on an epic quest to find it, his uh, bottom half. Okay. Um, okay. And that's what's going to make him interested in finding the top half of the Pope. Because, like, as anyone would logically think, if they have the bottom half of the Pope, the top half of the Pope might be somewhere with his bottom half. Which would just be, uh, like, uh, sandals and socks. Right. So it kind of would look the same. I don't know there'd be a big difference between the bottom half of the Pope well, and the bottom half of the dude. I think dude. the dude also wears, like, shorts that the Pope might not wear. Yeah, the Pope. Yeah, you're right. Now, would it also be the bottom half of his robe? Yeah, I was just thinking that. I mean, I think <laughs> that's such a weird thing to cut in half because, I mean, you could change your clothes. I would, yeah, I would just say his torso. That's that's so weird, though. Yeah, that would... Um, I mean, the Pope... Do you think the Pope would, like, be completely judged by people? Or do you think people would look at him and be like... He's on to something. I, the, no, the Pope, they'd probably just cover that up. That'd be a huge cover-up that no one would ever know. Uh, he just wears a long robe, so sandal, no one can tell that his sandal, legs are different. Sandal gate. He, he might think that it's like God talking to him. 
I'm not as concerned about the top half pope, bottom half dude. That's not my okay. character. Okay, fair enough. My character is top half dude, bottom half pope. Yes. Who is definitely not doing a triathlon. So this is just going to the T1000. Yeah, and the, unless you could say that the only winning move in a triathlon is not to play. A la war games. That's true. That's true. You can't lose if you can't if you don't play. Right, and maybe you actually lost because like what's I don't the know point? who else I'm going up against though too. I could be going up against maybe you're going up against no one and you just look ridiculous like doing all this stuff for no reason. <laughs> I'm just out there just doing it. And like, Yo, there's nothing going on here. You're just having fun so by really, yourself. In terms of like who's the better person at the end of this, it might be the dude with the bottom half pope. That was deep. A better person, perhaps. But in terms of winning, which is the name of the well, podcast. Winning the triathlon. Yes. But I'm talking about the greater goal of winning life. That was, that was deep. I wish I had a right, white Russian right now that I could cheers to that. I like that. I like the sound of that. All right. Let's pull out another one. All right. We got. Oops. I'm getting a bad grip on this. Okay. Have I had this one before in uh, a potluck? No. Okay. I have I Katniss. Katniss Everdeen. It doesn't actually say that, but I will assume it's I'm Katniss assuming Everdeen. I'm assuming that's who it is. I have Gandhi. Okay. This could be interesting. If it's a fight, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose. Well, then you can make up some BS about winning at the greater game of life by not fighting. I like it. Want to hear mine? Sure. Wearing one of those cones they put on pets to keep them from licking themselves. <laughs> You're, so you're basically a, a walking satellite dish. This could be devastating for me, depending right. on what the I challenge am, is. Uh, I am Gandhi, and I can hold my breath forever. Forever? Forever. That's really good. Which, I mean, Gandhi was also good at not eating. So, all right. You down? want to do that? Let's do it. I think that would be, cool. right. be, uh, be creative for you. Okay, so this is a walk-off, like in Zoolander. Exactly. It's a walk-off. That was such a good scene. That was such a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. That, that Hansel, he was, he was he's so, so hot. He was so hot right, right, right then. Yeah. Right then. Not right now. Just right then. <laughs> All right. So uh, so we have Gandhi, and he can hold his breath forever. Uh, and we have uh, Katniss. Katniss and wearing she... one of those cones they put on pets to keep them from licking themselves. In a walk-off like in Zoolander. So uh, I'll, I'll go first this time. Okay. So I'm going to... Um... First, talk a little bit about the downsides of wearing a cone that they put on pets to keep them from licking themselves. Yes. So it's going to potentially affect her vision if it's, you know, tall enough to cover her eyes. Mm -hmm. So in a walk-off, ideally you'd like to walk on the runway relatively straight and not fall off. I think you lose points for that if you fall off. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> you have to keep your eyes gaze the entire time. Yeah. It, it, straight it, ahead. Yeah, that would be normally important. So that's going to that's gonna be a hindrance. But... It's also going to, I could like, just like hang something, like hang some fabric on it and it'll look like some weird high fashion that I have like this cone around my neck. It could, People especially, in, some fancy especially stuff. in Zoolander's like universe. Exactly. That would definitely perfectly fit in. And I mean, Katniss is like a physically fit person. She has like good, um, like mobility and body control to do what she does. So there's a chance she can just walk straight and turn around and just hopefully get it right without being able to see. Is she going to incorporate her bow and arrow into her? Uh... Um, yes. Yeah. Why not? Is looks, she going to look pretty cool? She's, she's not going to like shoot at people or anything. She's just no, I, I think it, I think because her costume is going to end up being kind of like avant-garde looking because of the weird cone on her neck, it has to be more maybe like some type of stylized bow. That's like, just like on her back, like part of her clothes, like, 
like like picture like the you know the um the shape of a bow kind of like a capital d mm-hmm. like that's kind of like uh the shape of her clothes okay <laughs> yeah I, I know it looks really bad right but you, yeah you can picture it on like a zoolander runway yeah scene. I, I could picture it on a zoolander <laughs> runway scene unfortunately <laughs> all right all right fair enough okay so uh gandhi i think uh gandhi's kind of in the same boat in terms of clothing like uh katniss so gandhi would be wearing like the traditional uh hindu garb that he wore during that time period which is like that loose fitting like white it's like it's like a loose fitting like white yeah like garb Uh, like robish kind of kind of robish not like yeah yeah robish if you want to use a different and word, feel free. No, I think I just want to establish it's not like a bathrobe, which I hope everyone like understands gotcha, that. It's yeah, more yeah. of like a like a more sophisticated <laughs> robe like that. It's kind of like a one piece and it kind of just wraps around. It probably has a name that we don't know. Yeah. So so in in like today's world, if you saw somebody wearing that in like modern day America, like most people would would look at it and say like, oh, that doesn't really like fit the societal norms of our culture. Um, however, in the Zoolander universe, I think that would be a, uh, item that people would wear and it would completely stand out and be desired by other people to wear. People would see Gandhi walking down the runway, wearing that garb. And they would think, oh my gosh, this man is, uh, a pioneer. He is ahead of the game. Gandhi was assassinated. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. He was assassinated. Um, so yeah, so uh, by him, by him uh, having that 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 traditional type of garb that he wore at that time, bringing that into modern day America, I think that that would be an item of clothing that would do very well uh, at a walk off. And he was very laser focused. I mean, he was dedicated. Like he had his hunger strikes, he had his uh, salt marches. Um, I mean, he was so dedicated to the cause. So whatever he had to do. He would go up on that runway. He would not lose focus. Nobody around him would would affect him because I mean he was he was very very much a pacifist. And in a in a runway show, something like that that's going on in a walk off, you have everybody looking at you, judging you, and he's not going to let any of that affect him. All of that's just going to bounce completely off of him, and he's going to be able to just go forward and just knock out Katniss on the on the on the runway. Now, being able to hold his breath forever. I mean, I don't know if it, if it, you know, it'd be cool if you came out with like a fishbowl on your head, that would be cool. I don't know if it goes with your, I don't think it goes with the garb at all. Yeah. It's, but I, I it's think in a walk off though, you have to wear like more than one garb. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, he could do a costume change. He could do a costume change, have a, have a fishbowl over top of his head. He would be able to, uh, hold breath the whole time. The People whole would time. be amazed. He would be amazed. They see the like little goldfish swimming around also. Yeah, now, now is the is the goal in a walk off to like tear your underpants out of your your pants? As far as I'm aware, that was just a, a special Zoolander. That was just thing. a special Zoolander thing. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if that was the overall goal because I didn't want to disrespect Mahatma Gandhi like that. So I didn't want to uh, say that he would he would have to go to such lengths to win. I think he would be able to win based on merit, not on uh, taking underpants out of his pants without unbuttoning his pants. Mm-hmm. True. So, uh, all right, you want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. All right. Here we go. Okay, I got an interesting one. I have uh, Robin Hood. I have George W. Bush. I just read a book about him. Did you like it? 
It was interesting, very uh, informative. It was about the first 100 days after 9-11. It was very interesting. Did it have Rudy Giuliani in it? Uh, it mentioned him a couple times in just, like, Bush calling him and, you know, saying we're, we're there to support you kind of thing. Gotcha. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Did you pick your other card yet? I did not pick my... Uh, Three-foot fingernails. All right, I have... Uh, this is going to be tough. I have Robin Hood, and he has no arms. Oof. Now, I could make the argument that that means he has no weapons, but it means he has no arms. <laughs> wow, that could be devastating, depending on what this is going to be. So this this is the one we got is fighting a Terminator. Sure. So now we have that would have been a, funny if that's what we had last. That would have been funny. That would have been funny. All right. So Robin Hood going up against the Terminator with no arms. Though. With no arms. How are you going to do it? This is how I'm going to do it. Robin Hood. He's famous for robbing the rich uh, to provide for the poor. He has a very strong following. If Robin Hood had social media during the time of Robin Hood, he'd have so many followers. He's like the Bernie Sanders of Sherwood Forest. Yes, exactly. So you you know what Bernie Sanders supporters are like if somebody disses Bernie Sanders. He has some vocal fans. Just like all politicians do. <laughs> like all politicians do. So I would argue that Robin Hood, he, would ha he has no arms because he lost it defending the people that he fought so long to defend. And I would say that he would call to those people to come to his aid and to help him take on a Terminator. Because, yes, Terminator, like, I guess we could say it's a T-800. Going up against a kid and his mom, Sarah Connor was awesome, and or she is awesome, and she is uh, super dedicated to the cause. But it's not easy for them. But I think if it's a T-800 going up against 100 angry townspeople... I don't think he's going to stand a chance. What do you think they're going to they're going to do to it? Like just rip it, it, rip its rip its head off, hit it with clubs. Yeah. Um, just I, overwhelm I think, it with numbers. I, I think they would kind of be like the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi, <laughs> and they would just set up all these uh, traps in the woods to knock it out. You'd have logs swinging, you'd have uh, giant logs rolling down uh, the cliff to try to. You know, catch it off guard. That way he could fall down a little bit. And they have just throwing rocks at him. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Would you change your tactics at all if you had arms? Yeah. I would use my, my bow and arrow. Uh, is that a, is, would that be effective against a T-800? Uh, that's a good question. That's a, that's a very good question. Does he have like a weak spot? Um, lava. His weak spot is lava? His weak spot is lava. Okay. Yeah. I meant more like a specific no, I, I understand. body. Like, can you like break his computer brain? Yeah, I understand. Uh, that I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. So you just gotta shoot him with your lava arrow. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> so I I don't know what George W. Bush is gonna do. He has three foot fingernails, so he, he could do some scratching. So are we are we counting him as George W. Bush as the president of the United States? So I was gonna just get into that. Like, if you're calling in your supporters, I imagine I have some pretty powerful weapons at my disposal as well. Correct. Even as the uh, former president, George W. Bush, he still has the protection of the Secret Service. That is correct also. So he, so he will have that. And I would imagine if a robot attacked a former U.S. president, oh. the United States would bring oh. their significant military might. He, he wouldn't even be able to get close to George W. Bush. But it also depends on how, like, if he looks like the actual, like, robot. Because if right. he looked like an Arnold Schwarzenegger or, like, a human, then... 
I feel like he could get close. Yeah, especially even if you look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Cause it's just him. He's a pretty prominent Republican. That's what I was just going to say. He's just having lunch with the former governor yeah, of California. the same fundraisers. Exactly. They're both former governors. Yeah. There you go. So uh, hopefully the robot doesn't know U.S. politics very well and just shows up as a robot. Yeah. And then it's like, you're getting nuked, buddy. <laughs> no. Wow. You're just going to nuke a robot. Uh, just, probably not. Oh, okay. Uh, what, what, would the, what would the U.S. government, the U.S. military do against the Terminator? I think um, they would. I I don't think they would try to destroy it. I think they would try to capture it. Yeah, they probably would want it for the research. Yeah, and then blame it on China. But then this is the thing. This yeah, they would blame it on China. But this is the thing though. By them capturing the Terminator, that would cause them to then develop the technology wow, to yeah. create more Terminators, and then it would just cause that loop to the point where more Terminators would be sent back in time. <laughs> So I think that's exactly that, how it would go. That probably is what would happen. Yeah. And the whole time, people would be watching on the news and be like, does George W. Bush have three-foot fingernails? <laughs> Why are his fingernails so long? See, George W. Bush could be ahead of his, uh, ahead of his time a little bit because, uh, unfortunately, social distancing guidelines are six feet. But maybe eventually, uh, if they reduce them to possibly three feet, he could use that as a kind way, of a buffer zone. A buffer zone. Say, hey, stay three feet away from the fingernails, my friend. And he has that perfect uh, radius right there to keep people away from him. Or if everyone has three feet fingernails, they can make a perfect six feet separation. Tap, tap your fingernails. There you go. It's perfect. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they could always just break off and then, then whatever. Yeah, I bet but, that would hurt. Yeah, that would hurt. But hey, that's what uh, President George W. Bush has to deal with. So it'd be interesting for sure to see what that does uh, to American to world history with Terminators coming back, uh, coming back. The history books would be very interesting to read. They would, they would indeed. Uh, So hopefully everybody enjoyed that. I like that. That was fun. I always like doing um, episodes like that. Me too. Makes us kind of think on our feet a little more than we do when we have time to prepare uh, arguments. We got to write some better scenarios. Whoever wrote these, they were also probably written uh, a year, a couple years ago. A pillow fight. Pillow fight. Legends that didn't temple. Oh, I think we have done that before. That's actually a good one. Yeah. Father son three legged race. That would have yep. been cool for George W. Bush. Or Darth Vader. Or Darth Vader. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, hula hooping. Daytona five hundred. You gotta leave a review. Oh, that's that's the end of them. There's a whole bunch. Mirror maze going through. Pillow fight again. History trivia. Doing the final dance from Dirty Dancing. <laughs> yeah, we got to come. We, we'll, we'll, we'll brainstorm. We'll brainstorm. These are pretty funny, I do think, though. Yeah, no, they're fun. They're definitely fun. Chris, uh, this is probably the last podcast uh, before you have a second child. Is there any advice you'd like to leave for your uh, yet-to-be-born son? Uh, what number episode is this? This is episode 104. Um, I would like to tell him, stay gold, pony boy. <laughs> Well said. Well said. Uh, so please remember, as always, there, there will be Twitter polls uh, for each of these fights uh, where you can vote for who you think would win. Uh, we had a whole range of topics between uh, Darth Vader and Sasquatch baking. Uh, we had uh, a movie character, T-1000, going up in a triathlon against the Pope and the Dude, Gandhi and, Katn- Gandhi and Katniss in a walk-off, and George W. Bush and Robin Hood facing off against a Terminator. Uh, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word. And please uh, check out the Who Would Win cast 
website, www.whowouldwincast.com, where you keep up to date with all social media, uh, new episodes coming out, and uh, little bios about us if you're interested. Chris, anything else you'd like to add before we head out of here? Uh, no. No. Well said. <laughs> well said. So, as always, please remember to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.